Section 23 of Trips in the Life of a Locomotive Engineer. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Phil Schempf. Trips in the Life of a Locomotive Engineer by Henry Dawson. Singular Accidents the brothers g are well known to all travellers by the route of the n y c r r they have been a long time employed there and by the travelling public and the company that employ them they are universally esteemed but the star of them all the one most loved by his companions in toil respected by travellers and trusted by his employers was thomas who met with his death in one of those calamitous accidents which so frequently mar the career of the railroad man i was an eyewitness of the accident and shall attempt to describe it the day on which it occurred was a glorious summer one the breeze wafted a thousand pleasant odors to my senses the birds sang their sweetest songs as i was journeying along the highway between weedsport and jordan i heard the rumble of the approaching train and as from where i was i could get a fair view of the passing train which was the fastest on the road and was behind time a few minutes i stopped to watch it as it passed on it came the sun glancing on the polished engine as it sped along like the wind the track where i had stopped was crossed by two roads one of them crossing at right angles the other diagonally between the two crossings there was a large pile of ties placed probably eight feet from the track i saw the engine which was running at full speed pass the pile when suddenly without warning in a second of time the cars went piling and crashing over the bank into a promiscuous heap crushed into each other like eggshells one of them a full-size car turned a complete somersault another was turned once and a half around and lay with one end down in the ditch and the other up to the track while the third went crashing into its side i hitched my horse and ran over to the scene expecting of course that not a soul would be found alive arrived there i found that no person was killed but poor tom and not over a dozen hurt although the cars were crowded and not a seat was left whole in the cars which were perfectly riddled they had already found tom's body which lay under the truck of the first passenger car which had been torn out and one wheel lay on his neck he had no need of care no need of sympathy for the first crash killed him and so with no notice no warning no moment for a faintly whispered good-bye to those he loved poor tom passed away to the unknown shore leaving many friends to grieve for him we got him out laid him beside the track and stood solemnly by grieving that he our friend had gone and left no message for the wife who idolized him the brothers who loved him or the friends who so fully appreciated his many noble qualities while we stood thus speechless with heartfelt choking grief a man came up and asked for the man who had charge of the train someone i forget who pointed to the mangled form of poor tom and said there was all that is mortal of him said the thing i will not call him a man dear me i'm sorry i wanted to find someone to pay for my cow it was his cow that had caused the accident 
by jumping out against the baggage car after the engine had passed another singular accident occurred on a road in the state of new york an engine to which something had happened that required a couple of sticks of wood out on the run board as fulcrum for a lever was passing through a station at full speed when one of the sticks that had carelessly been left outside fell off and was struck by the end of the main rod on the backward stroke impelled backwards by the force of the blow it struck a man standing carelessly beside the track full on the side of the head fracturing his skull and killing him instantly end of section twenty three